0: This is Undivorce Wittable, the podcast made to divorce proof marriages.
1: I'm Giovanna.
0: And I'm Rance. And,
1: and we, we are, are the, the Robinsons. Robinsons. We've been rocking together for 18 years, married for 15 years.
0: People tell us all the time that we inspire them. We are relationship goals. And it's not because we're famous or we're fronting for social media, but because they can tell that what we have is genuine.
1: There have been ups, crazy downs, and moments where it would have been easy to just walk away.
0: This is a no BS podcast. We're keeping it a buck, and we're telling you all the truth you can handle about what it takes to stay together in today's world.
1: We, we are, are Undivorce, Undivorce Wittable. Wittable.
0: And we're back at it. Episode number 23, Undivorce Wittable. I am your co-host, Rance Robb.
1: And I'm Giovanna.
0: Can't believe we're 23 episodes in.
1: And that's some irony that we're 23 episodes in on what we're going to talk about today.
0: That is crazy.
1: (laughs) Even when I wrote that, I
0: didn't, um, man, I didn't even think about that.
1: Wow, that's crazy.
0: So if we're going to throw a title on this episode, uh, episode 23, this is called The Jordan Story. This is our last dance.
1: Yes, definitely our last dance. (laughs) Yeah, so if you didn't
0: catch the reference or you don't get it, Um, Of course, The Last Dance, huge, huge moment in television and sports documentary history when Michael Jordan um, and the Chicago Bulls had the cameras come that last season Mm -hmm. of the Bulls dynasty run. So that's where The Last Dance comes from. Our Last Dance, our Jordan, who is our last child, our son. Yes. And he's going to be coming up on a birthday soon.
1: Yeah, in a couple weeks. He'll be... It'll be
0: four already. Mm -hmm. So our gift to you guys is to tell you about the dramatic story of our son, Jordan, and how he came into the world.
1: Yes. And the reason why, like, the story of our son has to do so much with our marriage, because there is a lot going on that can make or break a marriage. Yes. Um, Within all of him, which you will soon find out. So, yeah, there is just so much and, you know, different situations and everything like this can definitely bring out the worst and the best of people.
0: Yes, it can. It can it can tear you down. It can tear you up, man. It's just so much. It is. And the one thing that I remember my mother telling me about uh, love and marriage, you really don't know how much you love someone until you have to go through some things with them.
1: That is so true. That is
0: so true. Love is just an idea until there are some obstacles and there are some uh, issues, triumphs, failures, whatever you want to call it. Definitely. All right. So I guess there's nothing left to do but get into it. Yes. I mean, this is quite a story. And um, we are going to take y'all back. We're going to rewind back to 2016.
1: Definitely. So 2016, um, we were... Looking, we had went to Vegas and we had some business plans and some business ventures Mm -hmm. that we were um, looking to get to begin. Yes. Um, Also, another big thing I know we were trying to do was I really wanted to move into an area of here in Columbus where people are gentrifying, where it's being gentrified. But I've always been drawn to that that neighborhood and that area because of the beauty of the, the homes. The homes are big and they're just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I was actually setting up an appointment with a realtor to try to see what it would take, what all we have to do to get into um, rehabbing our new a new home.
0: Yep, she wanted to move down there. I was not. If she if it was going to make her happy, it was going to make me happy. Yeah,
1: but she weren't really on
0: it. You know, because no matter how you look at it, man, there's still a crack epidemic. Right. <laughs> so your neighbors are still smoke, smoke, smoking. So. Oh my
1: gosh! Yes, but smoking. we had that. We had that going on, and then um, I was really. That was the time when I was really getting into um, rebranding my company going from a handbag business to a travel bag business and, you know, really getting into making bags for men. So there was a lot of different things we had going on.
0: Yeah, we were really hitting our groove. I mean, hitting our groove as far as uh, our daughters are concerned, as far as our money and different things that we were trying to do, goals, saving, uh, growing, a lot of meetings between you and I. And yes. we're going to do a podcast episode on meetings and like what you should be talking about in a meeting.
1: Yes, definitely. And let me see, 16, so our, that was 2016, so our oldest was 17. She was a junior in high school. Getting ready to turn 18 yep. in the fall. And then our youngest at the time, our middle daughter now, she was nine, getting ready to turn 10. Yes. Um, And so, of course, we were just like, we were in full swing with being parents to two daughters, one a teenager, one a preteen pretty much, or getting ready to go into that. Mm-hmm. And we were very busy. You had a lot of photo shoots and stuff yeah, you were doing.
0: Photography was really good. Yes. My iguanas was biting.
1: <laughs> we I mean we were really busy doing our thing. And we um mentally it was like for us, okay, our daughter's about to be ten. We have eight more years. She's going to be out the house. What is life going to look like, you know, in eight years when it's just me and you?
0: I was already measuring out our oldest daughter's room for a uh, uh-uh. for an office. I was. In my mind, I'm like, man, <laughs> you know, this could be my office, my wow. space where, you know, she goes out, does her thing, college, whatever that's going to look like. Wow. And then, yeah, I was thinking about vacations and stuff. When, yes. Um, when Shar turns 18 and she's going to college. Yes. I'm like, yeah, I got this figured out. Because a lot
1: of people would always ask us, are you having any more, you any more children? Do you want any more children? Do you want to try for a boy? No, we were so adamant that we were done and not trying to have. I remember telling somebody, you couldn't pay me a million dollars to have another child right now.
0: I used to turn into Shakespeare on people. They'd <laughs> ask me if I was having, cuss thou not at me? <laughs> How dareth thee?
1: Right. Like, man, you was.
0: Cursing at me, talking about having another kid. Man, what is wrong with you?
1: But then April first comes.
0: April first.
1: Okay, so leading up to April first, I was super tired all the time. Um, yeah. can we? It,
0: can, can we? Before you go on that, yeah. Can we throw it back to Vegas real quick? So we're in Vegas in February. <laughs> Just you know, me, you, and our business partners, and we had all these lofty plans getting out. You know, burning the midnight oil, cutting up a little bit, getting out and just enjoying ourselves. And for some reason, you and I were as tired
1: mm-hmm. as tired could be.
0: And it, it struck us every night about, uh, say, Vegas time, 7, 8 o'clock, which would be, you know, 10, 11 o'clock our time. We right. could not get up and get out and hang out with them guys.
1: Right. We couldn't. We could not hang out. We were exhausted. We were tired. We were like, what is wrong with us? You know, and I was going through I, at work. I was going and taking my car to the top of the garage, mm-hmm. like we're away from other people. Literally taking naps in my car. And I remember my good friend that I worked with um, at the at the firm was like, Giovanna, I think you should um, take a pregnancy test." And I was like, "Girl, I ain't pregnant." She was like, "You're sleepy all the time," and um. There was something else, some other symptom or whatever that I had. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I am not pregnant, girl. It's been over 10 years since I had a child. Or, yeah, at that point, it was about 10 years. I was like, I'm not pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I think your
0: face was breaking out a little bit.
1: Yeah, it was something. Yeah. And then my stomach was starting to get bigger. And I never will forget, actually, when I went bra shopping. Mm-hmm. And I looked in the mirror and I said, This is looking very round, like something's just not right. So after talking to my friend at work, I um, took, she convinced me and she just got in my head and I said, I'm just going to take a pregnancy test. I know this test is going to be wrong, but I'm just going to take a pregnancy test. Mm -hmm. And you had went to run an errand. I think you were, you went to drop some, do something. I don't know, but you weren't home at the time. And I took the test and I pretty much cussed. I threw that thing across the bathroom, Mm. and I was just like, Mother, what the world? Man. What in the world? I was like, this has got to be a lie.
0: Right. Please be a (laughs) lie.
1: And it was April 1st.
0: Right. So when you told me, the first thing I said was, Cuss thou not at me,
1: (laughs) heathen.
0: And my Shakespearean biblical uh, joint.
1: But and you even knew, even though it was April 1st, you knew that I was not playing a joke on you. Because
0: the look on your face was like, the look on your face was basically when Uncle Charles got touched by the Death Angel in the Crossroads video and Wish looked See, at him.
1: here y'all go. Y'all knew another song was going to come. It was, it was about to happen. Hey,
0: I'm just saying that. It was so serious. There was no joking. And, no. and I know you're not, you don't do jokes. Like, you don't do that. You, no. That's not your thing. So I said, this lady is pregnant yeah i think we both just took a nap we had to sleep it off
1: (laughs) i was just like this can't this is not right so we were in shock and you know went through i think we took another test or something i think we took a nap then took another test the next but we took one the next morning because it was like the evening i think when we took that first one
0: no it was it was about four or five in the the,
1: well yeah 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 it was i probably
0: slept till tomorrow (laughs) I was jacked So up. I took
1: another one like, okay, this is going to be different in the morning. This ain't going to be the same. But it was. So it was like, okay, we're going to have to, you know, call the doctor, schedule appointments, all this other stuff, and, you know, everything. And so we went through all of that with trying to get into the doctor. Come to find out, I was already eight weeks.
0: Yes. Like far, far along. <laughs>
1: I was eight weeks pregnant at this point. (laughs) And, um, you know, they wanted to, I remember them wanting us to take a test. So it was a test that I didn't take with Sharia. So I was just kind of like, I've never heard of this test. Why do you want, we Mm -hmm. want you to test for Down syndrome. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so, like, this is bogus. I'm not going to go for this test.
0: And full disclaimer, at this point, I'm about to turn 35. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of one of those tests where they just, you know, Of course, men we can we can have babies all our lives as long as the woman is young enough. But I think that that was a determining factor of why they thought we should get it.
1: Yeah, and well, my age too. Right. Um. So it was just kind of like, yeah, let's take the test. So, because I think I wasn't going to take it, and you were like, no, let's just do it. Yeah, let's let's just just do do it. it. So we went. um, We went through you know all the blood work, doing everything that they had to do to take the test, and I remember there was this one so when we went actually I went cuz you were at work so I actually went and they had to do this one where they measure the the thickness of the back of his neck Ooh. and they said you know it's not going to take long to measure um we just she was like I'm really good at this I just need him set him still for like 2 seconds and I can grab a measurement and or she, was, she said the baby still, because before, we didn't even know what we were having at this point. Right. So everything, of course, was still early. So she was trying to measure the back of the neck. And this little boy was in there flipping, flopping, up, down, jump jacks, running in circles. I mean... An appointment that should have took <laughs> 15 minutes, like they said, mm-hmm. took us an hour and 45 minutes because he was not still. I said, Lord God, what am I in for?
0: I don't know, because this is exactly the same way whenever I pull my camera out trying to get a picture of him. He is not, he is not with it.
1: And I knew it was a boy. I knew it because I said, no girl is going to be moving this much. Like, I'm literally... She has the scan so I can see him moving in my womb. Mm-hmm. He is literally like all over the place. I was worn out watching him. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I had to call my job several times. Like, I'm going to be later. I'm, I'm going to be later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to be later because we can't get this done. Because mm. she just needs, she was like, I'm usually really quick with this and everything. But he will not be still. I said, okay, this is going to be something. So take the test, you know, on pins and needles, waiting for the results to come in. And the results, they called me and she said, we need you guys to come in if you can this afternoon. Um, you're, through the test, your son it has um, trisomy 1319, which is actually the lethal version of Down syndrome. So with that being said, she said that I could either... Miscarry, yep. Um, or either have a stillbirth, or if he does live through all of that, he may make it a couple weeks or a month, month or so he away. after he's born and then pass away. Yeah. So she, it's like, man,
0: he's before he even comes into the world, the odds are against him.
1: Right. Right. And so I was still early enough in the state of Ohio to, um, to abort. Yep, and so she was very strongly trying to recommend us to go ahead and abort him.
0: And I think we need to take a minute to just dig into that because it's one thing when someone just throws it out as a suggestion and you know kind of move on, but mm-hmm. oddly there was a almost a convincing mm-hmm. um, word she about was. quality of life and stuff like that. It was really. Almost to the point, like, man, are you just trying to get rid of
1: another black baby? Exactly, like, what's going on? Exactly, right. It was, it
0: was just so emphatic, right? The way she kept suggesting.
1: Yeah, she she was she was very she was basically pretty much telling us, like, you know, as you guys told me before, you weren't even trying to have a baby, right? Yeah. So, you know, just go ahead and board. And she she told us she said, "I don't want you to look it up because it's gonna scare you if you look up the pictures yeah. and see." Um And Google it, it's really going to scare you. And
0: to me, that meant I don't want you to get educated about the situation. And yeah. so that was automatically a challenge for me. Anybody knows oh, me, yeah. tell me not to get educated about something, I'm going to get educated
1: about it. Exactly. Exactly. I think I went right to work or the very next day, whenever I was back at work, I definitely looked it up yep. because I was like, oh, my gosh.
0: It just reminded me of Shaitan trying to convince Eve to... Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, Ethan. I'll
1: say here like who's Shaitan. <laughs> that's
0: how they that's how they say it in the uh, Islamic faith.
1: Oh goodness. So yeah, so we were um we were definitely like, okay, what do we do? They're telling us that the baby is not even gonna is not likely to survive. And actually, um I looked up the um the stats today, and sixty to seventy five percent of children survive for just twenty four hours. Wow. Um, who are diagnosed with this type of syndrome. So it was very kind of like, okay, we hadn't even told our children, our girls yet that we were pregnant. We were already dealing with this um, and everything. And we're kind of like, is there even a point to tell them? You know, we don't want their hopes to get up. And then, you know, the baby doesn't even make it. And so we just kind of, we did tell our mothers, we told our mothers Mm -hmm. and let them know what was going on. I remember talking to my mother-in-law and just telling her, like, you know, we don't believe in abortion, but at the same time, God knows what we can handle.
0: Yeah. And
1: so um, my thing was that I'm not going to abort this baby. God knows everything, and I'm going to put it in his hands. I'm going to leave it up to him. Yep. If this baby is going to have problems, then, you know, if if it's more than we can handle what we can deal with, then, Lord – you take the child, but I'm not going to make the call to
0: just, we are not about to have the abortion on our hands.
1: Right. I'm not going to make the call. And, and had we had listened, you know, had we had listened is all I can say. So the other thing that they really were pressing upon us is to do, um, go through a procedure, the amniocentesis and so that they can, um, check the amniotic fluid. And what what does
0: that entail? Exactly.
1: So basically they take out, the amniotic fluid um, from inside of you. And they use that to test for genetic disorders such as Down syndrome and different things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, The reason why I was kind of like, do you want to take this test or not is because this test has small risks where it can also cause miscarriage. So we were looking at the fact that, okay, you're telling me that my child has Um, Trisomy 1319 Which can cause A miscarriage um, Or a um, Stillbirth. Stillbirth And then you're telling me that You want me to take this test To confirm what you're thinking You see and then, in taking that test, the test can also possibly cause a miscarriage. And
0: put him at risk. Yeah. And
1: put him at risk for issues, you know, infections as well, because with them putting that in the needle in there and the amniotic flu, fluid where he is living, you know, that can cause issues too. So it's just kind of like, okay, how about we just do nothing? <laughs> that was my mindset. Mm-hmm. How about we just do nothing? We just see what God says, we just put it in his hands because. I don't want to make no major decision that's going to cause any problems.
0: Yeah. And the medical field is so convincing. The way that they go about talking to you about certain things, it's like
1: Mm -hmm. you
0: feel like you need to do it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And they, they have a way of making you, for lack of better terms, feel dumb. You know? Or
0: feel negligent if you don't follow exactly. the procedure that they're talking about doing.
1: Exactly. And we are speaking from so much experience in this because, mm-hmm. yes, as you guys will continue to hear this story, you'll find out everything that we, um, that this story entails. So, you know, we get past this. Um, this is about, let me see. It's after, it's about mid-April. Because I remember going through your party not um, your birthday, not saying anything. But then yep. it came time where it's like, okay, we got through that. We actually had to wait a week before we came back with the test results. Mm-hmm. And then when we came back with the test results, she said that it was negative for mm-hmm. trisomy 13-19. Yep. Um, so he doesn't have that. However, the was measuring at 0.5 it was. Wow. And they said, what is normal is 50%. Mm. And so she said, I don't know why. We don't even know what to do. Um, all we could basically tell you is if you feel anything abnormal, anything weird, you know, um, any symptoms you shouldn't be having or whatever, you know, call us for sure. But um, in testing you early and everything, we did find out that you're having a boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man. That was a victory lap for me.
1: <laughs> right. So we were so excited. We pretty much figured out we were having a boy, um, which was very early because this was like less than 20 weeks when we found out. Yeah, I didn't um, know they
0: could even come up with that that
1: early. Right. And so we were very excited to know that we were having a boy. Um, we pretty much knew. We said if we're going to have another child, it's going to have to be a boy. Um, but, yeah, so that's pretty much that was that story. So we start to embrace the fact that we're going to have a child. Having a baby. Tell the um, girls and all that. Yes. And we tell our girls. Our girls are excited. You know, they're excited. They've been praying for this um for years.
0: Found, yeah, it turns out we found out that uh, our youngest daughter and my mother mm-hmm. made a prayer pact to pray for us to have another child.
1: Yes. A boy.
0: A boy. Not yes. another child, Not a, a boy. Yeah, a boy. <laughs> a man child.
1: <laughs> So yes, yeah, so we are just going on with life. We take um, start doing a few, just a few maternity shoots, just having fun because Rance is a photographer. Um, so we're doing, we did. I mean, a- there wasn't even a
0: few. We did our, we did our announcement basically to Facebook, which was a h- hilarious photo, and i mm-hmm. we're probably gonna use that as a cover of the podcast or whatever the snippet but yes that came out to be hilarious and then i mean we only yeah basically two
1: we did the well we did the one in front of the window like the one that was kind of like and then we did the baby name with the book
0: yeah that was all we had a chance to do
1: yeah because we were like what are we trying to you know we weren't we're like we got time the baby's not going to be born to november 5th was his due date and so it's like okay we are we got time to figure this out but let's you know start thinking about some names Since we know we're having a boy. So, you know, we're going on with life. And our daughter, as you guys who have been listening for a while know, that she um, is a competitive dancer. Mm -hmm. So she had her national competition in New Jersey. Yes. And we go to New Jersey, an eight-hour drive.
0: Eight hours of driving, I tell you. That is Pennsylvania is the longest state God ever created. (laughs) They say it's Texas, but good God.
1: Pennsylvania was long so we go to Jersey and we're there um it's the Thursday we got there I think like Sunday or Monday or something like that yep so we're wrapping up the week they had a, a good successful week and, um
0: and so where we are is Atlantic City and if you you know we just really there's there's not a lot to do
1: in Atlantic City but the boardwalk yeah but
0: you know you have the boardwalk for the most part. And of course, everything that's happening, right, we're gearing up for an election in the fall, uh, setting the scene in front of a couple of uh, Trump's casinos, all of the employees are picketing. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's just so much going on in this small town. Atlantic Atlantic City is a small town. Yes. With a lot of casinos.
1: Right. (laughs)
0: And that's basically all they do. And of course... With that, there's a lot of walking up and down the boardwalk, you know, getting our daughters prepared for the competition, like there were so many things to do mm-hmm. and if I'm not mistaken, you know um, for a pregnant woman, a lot of walking,
1: yes, yes, so there's a lot of walking um that Wednesday, we had went to the beach, mm-hmm. and I got out there. I remember the waves got real ferocious. And we actually, they had to call us out and tell us, like, shut the beach down for a little while. Wow. Because we were, you know, I got out there in my little toothpiece, like, okay, I'm going to be pregnant and cute out here. I remember we took that really cute photo and everything and mm-hmm. had my big old belly hanging out.
0: <laughs> and I tell you what, on this trip, I was the only man. Like, I thought I thought some guy, <laughs> we did a, a Airbnb beach house or whatever. And I thought some dads would be coming, there'd be some testosterone. I was the only guy Mm
1: -hmm. in this house
0: besides my son inside your stomach. And i tell you what, (laughs) it was a trying time. Right. I was trying not to see anything that I wasn't supposed to see. (laughs) I was trying to make sure nobody saw anything they wasn't supposed to see. Lord have mercy. Man, I was like, oh God, help me.
1: It was it was a stressful trip. It was a stressful time. It was it was a lot of different things going on too.
0: While um, we were
1: there, yeah, while we were there, and just in life at the time. And I remember I was having headaches a lot. Um, but so you know, we had the evening before we had the um, the showcase, and everybody was just kind of like taking the time to go to the mall. Yeah. So.
0: And this showcase was a big deal. So our, this is like. This was our daughter's first national competition. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it didn't seem like they were going to make it to the showcase, but they did. Yes. And so for them to make it to the showcase was a big deal. Um, they had the opportunity to compete for that national championship. Right. And be able to see that. so
1: Right. So we were so excited. We we're looking forward to going to the showcase and um, the kids were excited. So we were we decided that we would get out. And so and cut loose. Right, so I remember the owner of the studio and I are really close friends, and um, she was sick. Yep, <laughs> I remember her being in the car. It's July, and she's in the car talking about she's cold with the windows down in New Jersey, in New Jersey, and it's like it had to be like ninety degrees.
0: Girl got chills and a fever at the same time. Right, had so COVID nineteen before all of us. <laughs>
1: That's not funny. So, everybody wants to go shopping, which is not that far away. And she's like, You know, sister, will you stay with me and everything? So, I'm the only one at the house with her. Mm-hmm. And she ends up going to sleep. So, I'm just chilling, like nothing really to do. I'm just sitting there chilling. So, I said, Well, she's good in sleep. Um, I think one of the other moms that actually came back to the house. So, I said, Well, since you're here, she's not alone. I'm just gonna go on and do some shopping. If
0: only you to just stage yourself at the house.
1: But it was no, I think it was good that I didn't. I honestly think it was good. And we'll get into that. Okay. We'll get into that. So um I end up going to the mall. I meet you guys up at the mall. Yep, at this outlet that was kind of dope. Yes, yeah, an outdoor outlet. And so we're walking around. Mm-hmm. We go into I remember we went into the Adidas store and I bought a t shirt.
0: Yep, my favorite place, Adidas.
1: And then we walked around to some other stores, and then we went to a J. Crew, and we're in J. Crew, and we're
0: like, "Why are we going to a J. Crew when you were working for a J. Crew?"
1: I know, but they—it was July, so I knew they had a sale. Yep, that's why I went in there because I and knew they I, had a and sale, and I
0: needed a wallet.
1: You did, and I was thinking, "Oh, maybe I can get like a cute like sundress or something like that," because mm-hmm. that's all I wore at the time was just like sundresses all yes. the time, and so we're in J. Crew. And you wanted a wallet and they only had one design that you really didn't want. And so they were like, oh, we can get you another one and we can Mm -hmm. order it. And so you're at the counter and we had, it was me, it was you, Sherea, our niece was in there. And then it was another dance mom and another dance girl that was in there another dancer that was in the store with us. And so we were all just kind of like walking around. You were at the counter. I go over to the counter with you, and I'm standing there next to you, and all of a sudden I feel this trickle come down. And I knew immediately, like, I'm not peeing on myself. Mm. (laughs) So I just calmly and quietly walk away. Yes, you did. I walk away from you, and... I had just one of the dancers had to use the bathroom. And so I knew they had a most stores do not have a bathroom for customers, but this J Crew actually did. Right. And so I walked around the corner to where she was. Thank God, she was coming out the bathroom. So she was coming out cuz they had it locked. She was coming out the bathroom. I went in as she was coming out and I told her, I said, "Go get Miss Kim." Which was the other dance mom that was there, who was actually like a really. She's like a relative. She's a relative relative. of ours. And so I said, go get Miss Kim. And so I just calmly go into the bathroom and (laughs) I'm just standing there over the toilet and I knew my water broke.
0: Yep. And then she comes out and she looks at me the way Wishbone looked at Uncle Charles. Who looks at you. Kim, after she oh, came out. Oh, okay. She looked at me the way Wishbone looked at the Death angel after he touched Uncle Charles <laughs> with this look of fear. And she told me what was happening, and I'm just like, oh, no.
1: Yes. Because when she came into the bathroom, I was calm, and I said, Kim, my water broke. I said, I need you to let Rance know, and I need to call my doctor. Yep. And she was just kind of, she has such a sweet –
0: Calm spirit.
1: Calm spirit and demeanor about her, just period. I don't think she, I've ever heard her raise her voice, and I've known her for like... And
0: she sure did in this day. She pulled me down.
1: It has to be 20 years I've known her. <laughs> yeah, she, she
0: pulled me down, and she told me what was going on, and I'm just like, man, no.
1: She was so calm, which also helped me to remain calm, because I was already calm. Right. But I feel like we were m- matching each other's calmness. And so mm-hmm. called my doctor, and I told my doctor, I said, I'm in New Jersey and my water broke. And my doctor said, <laughs> she says to me, well, there's nothing I can do for you. You need to get to the hospital and good luck. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. is honestly and what like, she you, told You have me.
0: to meet her to understand why <laughs> the way she said it is, is funny today. It's just because, man, she's just that cut and dry about most she things. She
1: is. I mean, she's. I love her. She's been yep. my guy now since I was sixteen years old, and I love her. Right. But she is just like she's. She has a very dryness to her. Yep. But you know she loves you. Like I know she just she like just me- has nothing but love for she's me. She's the
0: epitome of a doctor.
1: Right. <laughs> right.
0: So we leave J Crew. I'm nervous as a mug. Matter of fact, I had a the parking. I was supposed to pay ten bucks mm-hmm. where I parked, and mm-hmm. I follow somebody out. To get you to the hospital, that was like right down the street. Mm-mm. So yeah, I stole some parking. Forgive me, Lord. No, you did. Yes, I did. I did not know that. Oh well.
1: <laughs> so
0: first time I was Steven.
1: You go get the car. I'm trying to do everything I can to clean myself up because literally the hospital was like less than five minutes away from. It, it was like yep. within the same area complex, pretty mm-hmm. much. It was pretty much part of the shopping center. Yep. And so I remember I took all of J Crew's tissues. Mm-hmm. And um, I grabbed as much paper towels as I could, and I waddled myself out the store. <laughs> yes.
0: Waddled out the store, and we are on our way to a hospital in Atlantic City. Yes. New Jersey. Right. Far away from
1: home. Far away from home.
0: And we're going to end this episode there.
1: Yes. So to hear the rest of this dynamic, thrilling um. Story roller coaster of a story. You have to tune in next, next week. week,
0: and uh, we might have to shoot a third episode or record a third episode of it. I think we
1: are because it's a pretty it goes deep, it goes really deep, it goes really deep.
0: So, uh, hey guys, thanks for listening to Undivorced Whitable this week. Yes, we uh hope that you come back next week to hear the rest of the story. This is our last dance, the Jordan story for the Robinsons, and yes. um, yeah, man, we just thank you guys for listening. Uh, tune in, follow us on Facebook and all the and Instagram. Uh, our website is up. You know, come check us out. We're doing everything we can do. Uh, try to empower married couples. We want couples to stay together and to stay married. So, yeah, man, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. All right, we'll see you next week. Next week, divorce wittable out.